We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Typically in the first hour of the show, I try to talk about the daily business headlines that are out there. In the second, I tend to go into some more strategy, um, maybe some goofy ideas or theories or concepts that might help you in some way, shape, or form. So let's work with that. Um, stocks yesterday closed mix. Uh, the S&P 500 and the Dow were slightly down. Um, and the NASDAQ, the tech-heavy NASDAQ, was up because of the old Splitsville, because uh, Tesla's driving a Splitsville, Apple's going to Splitsville. Uh, oddly enough, they're both up even after the split. The momentum going into them has maintained into current market conditions. Um, so when Apple is up $3 today, it's really up $12 because it was a four-for-one. And when you take a look at Tesla, they just did a five-for-one. And one day after doing the split, they said, we're going to sell $5 billion of our own shares. Now, what's interesting about them is they're down. Maybe that announcement... Good question, Lori. Maybe that announcement means something. Maybe by saying we're going to sell five billion of our own stock. Well, clearly they're going to have cash for a while, so that will take away one fear of how profitable are they, and when do they? Was this a wise idea or not? Uh, it certainly doesn't seem to help the balance sheet, but the stock is down eight points today. So in Tesla world, that would have been forty points. From what you used to know, but it's still ripping and roaring, isn't it? Short term, Tesla feels like it's a little over, over, it's had a big run. Midterm and long term, some people are talking about the company potentially reaching a market cap of one and a half trillion dollars. Um, it's at 450 billion. So it's got some up space. In theory, and again, Consult a broker advisor for action on any stocks mentioned in the show. I don't own any Tesla directly. Um, and I don't own a Tesla. That's worthy of note, is it not? Herman Cain is tweeting. Now you're like, Herman Cain's dead, Rob. He died of COVID. Um, it's almost funny in a sick, dark kind of way, and you got to go with me on the dark side. His Twitter account is tweeting. It looks like the virus is not as deadly as the mainstream media made it out to be. <laughs> so someone's hacked his account, and he seems to be saying, like, COVID isn't very deadly, but he's dead. Uh, change your passwords on a case, and is that business lesson? Uh, maybe. He talks about mandatory masks for the president's uh, Trump uh, rally. <laughs> Mask will be not mandatory. And it's just as he's a dead person tweeting. I think that kind of makes me smile in a weird kind of way. Um, and I find the humor in it. But it's very, very dark. 
800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Tesla's going to sell up to $5 billion in stocks. Home prices are seeing their biggest gain in two years. I know you like home issues. I tend to talk about stocks and the stock market and the economy, but people like homes. You can't live in California and not run into someone who's filthy, stinking rich because his mommy and daddy bought a home 80 years ago. I know you're saying, man, you're bitter on the people who inherit well. Yes, I am. So home prices in July were up 5.5%. Stock market, NASDAQ's up 30% this year. Rock, scissors, paper, how do you feel? S&P 500 up 10%. Like 5.5% last year. Okay, that's okay. That's pretty good. Historically, stocks and bonds, stocks have averaged about 8 to 10%. If you exclude the dividend, more like eight. If you include the dividend, it's more like ten. Whereas home prices have averaged about four percent historical gains per year. Now, there's going to be periods of time where that's like not true, and that's what you get used to. But historically, in theory, home prices should be tied towards wage increases, but they're not anymore. It's kind of a supply and demand. Um, location, location, location certainly comes in. But in the end, affordability, pretty big issue. Low interest rates have certainly helped. And just strong demand right now. Historically low supply, record low mortgage rates. That's gasoline on a fire, those three things. Falling mortgage rates help bolster the pent-up demand from spring when home sales ground to a halt because of the coronavirus uh, pandemic. The 30-year fixed rate fell below 3% for the first time ever. Um, Lower-priced homes are sought after right now, but also homes out in the suburbs and retirement homes and second homes. There's a community called Truckee Tahoe um, in Lake Tahoe, and they've seen what used to be about six to ten houses on the market. Very slow market. Explodes up to over 100 plus. Um, just people want to flip homes and people want to get in, people want to get out, and they want to switch their homes at this point in time. So, one market may see a lot of people selling homes while another market is seeing them accumulate those homes and cut the supply down. It's interesting right now. It's, it's certainly a fun time to be alive. As long as you're not Herman Cain, because, well, he's not alive. Home prices in San Francisco were up less than 1% annually, which tells me, again, that some markets are going to see prices drop with less demand. And some have already had massive runs, so where is it going to be running to? Home buying is gaining significant strength in the more affordable suburban rural areas as buyers are seeking more space for the work at home as well as the schooling at home. Uh, that was something I found very interesting out of Zoom video today. Was well, last night when they reported their earnings, uh, they kind of got a quote in that the CFO threw this down, and I, I just thought it was a great quote. He goes, "Organizations are shifting to a future of working anywhere, learning anywhere, and connecting anywhere." Zoom is the first mover in the space. Now, again, stocks up five hundred percent this year, but. Do you believe organizations are shifting to a future of working anywhere, learning anywhere, and connecting anywhere? This is changing housing. We just talked about that. The question is, is that going to stick around? And I, it feels like it should, and it could. And for some businesses, they're going to love it because the cost of a desk um, is a little bit more troublesome. You have to lease the space. You have to get the insurance. You have to get the person there. 
Yeah, a lot of costs go down when people are working home, at home remotely. Oh, by the way, Zoom hired all their new employees on Zoom video conference calls this week. Uh, they, they announced in the last 90 days. So as they're expanding, they're, they're, they're using their own product. That's where they make the money is when you have organizations over 10 people. Because otherwise, it kind of feels like a freebie. Speaking of freebies, Netflix is going to announce some free-to-watch um, of their most popular shows. But the rub is you're only going to get one or two episodes. Now, as an investor, that's telling me they're running out of ideas to get new bodies to watch their shows. Um, subscribers added 16 million during the pandemic. They're pretty saturated if their big shtick going into the fall, trying to find people who have never uh, used the service, is we'll give them one or two freebies, and maybe they'll sign up shortly thereafter. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. You can find me at newfocusfinancial.com. The other big stories of the day, Walmart's finally ready to battle Amazon. Let's get ready to rumble. $98 service. Um, I say that's okay. I like it. Uh, I may never use it. I may stick with my Amazon. I may look at the Amazon and say it's 120 Walmart's 98 uh, I like that it's cheaper. I like that Walmart is using their own stores as distribution centers. Uh, another pandemic winner because they had the space to do it. So they target big winners. You can find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. I'm Rob Black. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. One of the areas um, that I want to hit real quick. And I try to put together a show for you every day, 10 hours a week. Um, I'm going to be starting a weekend show, I think, soon. Uh, but still working on that to get the proper details and situated correctly that I feel comfortable with. Uh, Warren Buffett, he turned 90 this weekend. I talked a little bit about that yesterday. And I've talked a little bit about him today, possibly dying. Would that hurt Apple stock? Um, the answer is not long-term. But short term, maybe there would be a little psychological, he owns a big chunk of the company. But Buffett's bet, I like saying that twice, Buffett's bet, it's got a nice alliteration to it. He recently bought five stocks, and I was a little bit surprised, because Buffett once said, never ever bet against America. He once said, never ever bet against America. And guess what five stocks he bought? They're all Japanese companies. And I, right there, you have me, Warren. You got me fascinated. He is the Michael Jordan of investing. So you study him. Now, it's maybe his company. Maybe it's his strategies. Maybe it's his employees who are buying the stocks. But Mitsubishi, Mitsui, Sumitomo, Ituchu, and Morubini, of which I probably mispronounced three of those. So he, he threw out $6 billion. He bought stakes in five Japanese companies. So what does that tell you? I'm not freaked out that America's dead, but I don't think he found the value in American companies. Why not? Good question. So let's switch from Warren Buffett going into Japan to Canada. Canada yesterday agreed to buy millions of doses of Novavax and Johnson & Johnson's potential COVID vaccine. Uh, This follows deals with Pfizer and Moderna only a few weeks ago. 
Novavax earmarked 76 million doses and Johnson & Johnson 38 million doses for Canada. I find it interesting that it's almost the highest bidder. It's the countries that have the money that are pushing the business model. Are you with me against me? So Canada makes me think of something that I don't know well. The lyrics to the Canadian national anthem, Oh Canada, our home and native land. And that's about as far as I get. There's the true patriot love and all thy sons command. With glowing hearts we see thee rise, the true north strong and free. Um, and you're saying, what does that have to do with anything, Rob? Well, it makes me think of Lana Del Rey and her song called The National Anthem. And then she goes, money is the anthem. God, you're so handsome. Money is the anthem of success. Um, does money make you more handsome? And does money make you more successful? It is a relationship that you need to have and that you need to find with investing. My whole goal on investing was to take care of my family. That was my number one goal. Whether that was a house, whether it was college, um, whether it's nice vacations, that's my number one goal. Then my number two goal is to get to retirement so I can enjoy my kids, so I can enjoy the family. And spend my last few years, which I think maybe I'll live to 80, um, so I'll work from 20 to 60 and retire from 60 to 80, and then I want to work from 60 to 80 and like kind of sponge off what I created from age 20 to 60. So what are your goals and what are your relationships with money? I don't have to have the last dollar. I'm done with that. Uh, not greedy, not fearful. I'm not going to die penniless if I don't get a crazy disease, which brings up the question of uh, will Canada save me? Because they got that whole healthcare system thing going on up there. Or will the United States with capitalism help me? But we're also buying drugs. So as I get older, I expect to take more healthcare. That's a wonderful trend to invest in. That's the idea. Doesn't always play out like that, but it's the idea. Uh, taking a look at the market numbers today, oh, and I guess I should say it one more time because I'm talking about healthcare and governments buying drugs, which just seems bizarre. Like, we want to line up 70 million doses of something we don't know if it's going to kill us or not. It's probably not. In theory, I remember a couple of doctors early on saying, this will be a treatable virus. We will figure out how to crack this one and get you, get you a vaccination. Of which, yesterday, the statistics started coming out internationally. 70% of the world population would want to get it. Uh, you know how every year we go through, does the flu shot cause flu? Does the flu shot give you flu? Does, it, does the flu shot kill you? Does it have silver in it? Well, I'm college educated, so you're not going to hear me talk a lot about healthcare or remedies. It's just not my thing. Um, I let science do it. But Charles Bozeman, was that not, Chadwick Bozeman, was that not tragic? Uh, very good looking man. And he pulled off a cartoon character, comic book character that I didn't even know existed, called Black Panther. And uh, Disney rode, rode it to a massive success. Uh, a movie in the United States that had essentially an all-African-American, all-black cast. And they had their own country where what if slavery never happened? They would have developed this great technology and been superheroes. It's, it's kind of interesting, right? But when he dies at age 43, it just reminds me, uh, go see a doctor. So at, at some point in time, especially during the COVID times, where we're like, I don't want to go to the dentist. I'm afraid to sit down and have him poke my gums. 
People are afraid to go to the doctors. More medicine is moving online. All very, very good things in my mind. Uh, more telemedicine, but yeah, Chattern Bozeman reminds us, you do get life insurance for a reason. You don't expect to die at 43. I don't know if he was married. I don't know if he had kids. I don't know if he had an estate. I don't know how much Disney paid him for Black Panther. You know he was going to hit the cash register on Black Panther too. You knew that was coming. Um, long story short, go see a doctor and get some disability insurance and or get some life insurance. Most of us in the industry tend to say, uh, go with term life and invest the rest. I'm not a big fan of whole life. I'm not a big fan of variable life. If you drop me an email, rob at robblackshow.com. It's rob at robblackshow.com. I'll drop you an article on why I don't really like variable life insurance or whole life. It's costly versus term life. Buy term and invest the rest. That's what financial experts have on their bumper stickers on their cars. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Thanks for listening to the show. You can find me online at newfocusfinancial.com or robblackshow.com. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and your money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. I don't want to say we're on the road nowhere. I don't want to say, you know, financial Nevada. What's up, Bob Brinker? He used to say that. Um, not going that direction. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. The big stories of the day, Walmart is launching a subscription service for $98 a year. It took them long enough. But I think if they do it right, we'll say, good for you. And the stock is getting a reward today, albeit a pretty small one. We're not rushing and gushing to say, oh, it's the next Amazon. We're saying, good for them. They're going to continue to like innovate or distribute it's okay. It's nice. 60,000 Americans will get overdue stimulus checks in September is the thought. The IRS announced last week that 50,000 Americans who had their stimulus checks wrongfully withheld can expect to receive their funds in early to mid-September. It was a mistake in the CARES Act that enabled the federal government to garnish stimulus checks to pay past due child support. Um, I... The details there are just kind of mind-numbing, right? Jeff Bezos is part of the $200 billion company. Company now. He's worth $200 billion. He looks a little, how shall we say, bad guy, evil Bond villain. Is it the money or is it the hair? Or lack of hair. A little Lex Luthor, a little, little bit, a little bit. But uh, a lot of people are really mad at him, too. So during the protests that are going on across the country right now, it wasn't lost on me that uh, some people put a guillotine in front of his house. And we're not quite there yet, are we, where we're going to kill the rich? We're not quite there, are we yet? So his net worth is up over $57 billion since May. Keep in mind, he lost half the company in a divorce. Wow. Wow. Are you with me or against me on that one? That's pretty impressive. Uh, if you like money, and maybe I'm worshiping the wrong uh, thing, right? Shake Shack's bringing back the hot chicken with new heat levels. Do you remember 2019 when we were talking about Popeye's chicken sandwiches versus, versus uh, churches? And, you know, there's the Kentucky Fried Chicken chicken sandwich, and it was kind of a chicken sandwich war. 
and people were kind of losing their minds about it. And uh, this is oh, it's, it's sold out. People, I don't think they're shooting each other, but I think there were some fights in in uh, parking lots. Well, we're getting back to normal because we're starting to talk about things like rapid testing. We're starting to talk about things like vaccines. And more and people are starting to say, well, maybe I've already had it. And they're venturing out. And Wendy's is like, hey, we can do this food for you. McDonald's, we can do this food for you. Uh, McDonald's is coming out with a spicy chicken nugget, like a buffalo one, buffalo version. What's this all about? Millennials and Generation Z love spices. And you can clearly see it, like if you go into a 7-Eleven and you see a bag of Drios and it's loco, crazy, spicy, hot kind of kind of writing on it, right? So Shake Shack is jumping into the game. The hot chicken sandwich, the spicy version of classic chicken, uh, chicken jack sandwich. Uh, this time around, it's bringing in new hot items. Apparently, millennials, if you just put the word hot on it, they're in. Hot chicken bites, hot spicy fries, uh, hot spicy cheese fries. I kind of like doing stories like this only because it's a small little reminder that there was a pre-pandemic economy, that there was a pre-pandemic of we had chicken wars. We had, is Chick-fil-A better than Popeye's? Uh, Do we have to have to answer that? Back then we did. Uh, But right now it doesn't seem quite as important, does it? A lot of these companies are publicly traded, too. That's worthy of, of adding in. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. Construction spending almost uh, was flat in July. Okay, you look at all economic data. I'm going to tell you the important one for me is the first Friday of the month, the employment report. Sometimes it doesn't happen if there's a hurricane. Sometimes it doesn't happen if um, you're in COVID times and the government's taking a little bit longer to collect the data. But the jobs report is much more important, like rock, scissors, paper is much more important to me than construction spending. I'm not knocking construction spending. Inside the data on construction spending, there is a little nice nugget where they said private projects are doing great, but the government public construction projects, not so much. And I'm like, okay. Okay, so we're building houses. We're doing stuff like that, but we're not building bridges and roads. Uh, We're not fixing bridges and roads. I don't know how you want to speak to that, but you get the idea. And that's one of the reasons the government keeps talking on occasion about infrastructure bills. We've had some amazing infrastructure bill, uh, bills in the United States in the past that put Americans to work. Um, I gotta be careful in this one because when we laid the tracks to come to the West Coast and the East Coast, getting information faster so we no longer had to sail through the Panama Canal, there was probably some labor issues with a migrant group or two. But infrastructure projects in the 1940s and the 1950s helped get us out of the funk of World War One and World War II, where we're like, let's make America great. Let's build roads. Let's build the best in the world. Probably today you would say our infrastructure is not that great compared to other countries where every now and then you go to like in Japan. You're like, wow, they get this whole airport thing right. Wow, their their public transportation's unbelievable. I'm not pooing America because I'm as patriot as you are, right? But the construction spending tells us there's some some public spending that's not happening, and down the road that tells me worse infrastructure or higher taxes. 
I could be wrong, but having done this for a while, that's my inkling. Zoom's success is pulling back a little bit today. It was up 40% at one point. Now it's up 34%. That's not a bad day. Anytime your stock adds 34% in one day, it's pretty darn good. Um, so that's out there. Apple's up 2% today. They've uh, run into Splitsville, and they're running out of it. So are they marching straight back up to their next level of 400? And they're into another stock. It feels like it. So they're up today, adding to yesterday, adding to the day before. Even after they've split their stock, they're still getting some nice moves, 2%. Now, one of the things that I want to teach you about 2%, when I see Apple up 2%, I instantly go to NASDAQ, and I see they're up eight-tenths of a percent, almost 1%. And I go, okay, kind of outperforming the market today. I'm good with that. I kind of like, yeah, I try to figure out and massage um, what these the data tells me. Walmart's up 5.8%. You know, I talked about Walmart adding a new subscription service. Uh-huh. Yep, sure, right? That's out there. I tend not to see Walmart up 6% in one day. The S&P 500, who you'd probably instantly go to with the Walmart comparison, is up one quarter of a percent. So they're dominating the market. It's good news. It's good movement. Is it as sexy as 33% up in, in Zoom? No. But Walmart's an old company. Walmart's a mature company. They're not coming up with Walmart 2.0. They're not coming up with secure. Well, they are coming up Walmart 2.0. Walmart Plus. They're doing the subscription service now. And that's not a bad thing. For It's not a bad thing. It gives us more options. So, uh, Especially in rural communities that aren't terribly well served by companies like Amazon. Um, in large part because of infrastructure. See how everything seems to get tied back together in my world? It does feel that way. Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about money investing and more. Uh, House Democrats say that the PPP helped businesses stay afloat but wasted billions in the process. Um, Doesn't that sound like our government? I remember back in the 1970s and the 1980s, I was just a young person, but there was a hammer that was acquired by the Pentagon for $600 that they could have gone to the local Home Depot and got a $600 hammer or a $6 hammer. Um, Instead of spending thousands and thousands of waste, we are great with how we spend. So the Small Business Loan Program has helped millions of companies stay afloat during the pandemic, but it's also sunk billions of dollars on fraud, waste, and abuse. Um, again, we kind of that kind of comes with the United States, our government, very inefficiently, or efficiently hands out money to people that don't deserve it, or inefficiently to people that do need it. Um, that's out there. So the Paycheck Protection Program is getting a lot of drills right now, and we're drilling down into it. And what will the next stimulus be by the federal government? And we're kind of waiting for it. Today, we learned that Tesla's going to sell up to $5 billion in stock amidst the incredible rally. I would, too. When I was 25 years old, I wish I would have sold all the stock in me, because that's when I was my youngest, my fastest, my best-looking, my smartest. Um, Tesla thinks that they're doing great. They're not saying, let's hold on for another three months and see where we are. They're saying, this is a good point to pull some off the table. And I don't think that's a bad idea. But what do they do with money? Um, $5 billion is a lot of cash to be lying around. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money investing, and more. 
anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Uh, don't be shy with your questions. You can listen to the CFP Cha Burton Show from 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. on this very station. Netflix has a new content game where they're going to give us free content. You don't even have to sign up. You just go to their webpage. And it's going to be some of their shows, seven other shows and three other movies. You can watch the whole movie with just a 30-second ad for Netflix. And again, if you miss the Adam Sandler murder mystery, it's free. If you miss Bird Box, it's free. And that's not bad. I'm good with that. Uh, you only get one 30-second commercial of Netflix promoting itself. But the TV shows them a little bit. There's a catch. You only get an episode or two of Stranger Things, and then you have to pay for the service. To me, that's a little, it's not bait and switch, but maybe it's a nice bait. They added 16 million subscribers during the pandemic. What's their next trick? Pretty much their saturation or higher prices. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money investing, and more. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Um, last segment, so let's try to wrap it up nicely and beautifully, if that's at all possible. I'm not saying that it is. Zoom is skyrocketing today, and should you buy it, yes or no? To me, it seems as it could become a core holding as it's becoming entrenched in our lives. CFP Chad Burton did a webinar not that long ago, and he did it on Zoom. He's recording his podcast and radio show, Flash, which is a little confusing, um, using Zoom video and Zoom audio. Sounds good. Um, my neighbor um, is the head security officer over at Chief Security Officer Alex Damos. He used to be with Facebook. Pretty big public breakup with Facebook. You might remember uh, Zuckerberg didn't look too polished um, when you're talking about privacy issues. And Stamos was the man. Uh, Alex Stamos, he, he's, he's rock solid. He is like the best in the world. And, and give credit to Facebook. They had the best in the world. And when the poop hit the fan, so to speak, and there has to be fault guys, Stamos left. He, he, he was probably pretty sick and fed up. I'm not speaking for him. Although I do know him. Um, and I think landing at Zoom makes a lot of sense. First couple months we're on Zoom, we're like, hey, uh, people are hacking into Zoom and uh, talking to children while they're supposed to be at school or something along those lines. So Zoom said something fascinating. And every now and then when I see it, I go, okay, okay. I get the 148 million active users in the quarter up 4,700% year over year. I know that's not real. Because that's pre-pandemic, during pandemic. What's going to be post-pandemic, the new norm? Question. Zoom revenue was up 355% from a year earlier. That was pre-pandemic. Again, great numbers. Stock's up 500% this year. I'd like a little piece of that. But the CFO said on the call that organizations are shifting to a future of working anywhere, learning anywhere, and connecting anywhere. And if you... Listen to someone like a Scott Galloway, who is a teacher at New York University, a college novel. Um, what you're going to learn is that some colleges are going to fail because some people are more than comfortable doing online learning, and they don't have to pay the high prices. Hey, we can't afford Harvard or Yale, but we'll send you to Chico. And I'm not knocking Chico when I say that. It's just the first one that comes to my mind, right? Um, but yeah, Zoom, can they become 
working anywhere, learning anywhere, connecting anywhere. And wait, wait, what was fascinating about the quote, he said, organizations are shifting to a future. Is that a little public PR for sure? Is that a little patting themselves on the back? Yes. Is there a little bit of truth to it? We'll wait and see. Um, but we'll do it right here on the show. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. Um, some of the top stories of the day, new month, same divergence. I think that's a fair statement. So the NASDAQ is outperforming. So we closed the month of August. Um, pretty aggressively. It was a great month. Best since 1984. And you're going back to like the Iran Contra Wars with Ronald Reagan. You're like, whoa, that's a long time ago. I don't even remember Reagan. Remember, he doesn't remember you, is the thought, right? Uh, Reagan's one of the people I use as a regular point of reference in seminars. Um, he worked 60 years. And when he retired, he was retired for 33 years, of which most of them were in bad health. So he lived a long time. He lived to 93 in retirement, and it got expensive. He's lucky he was the president of the United States because being not able to mentally care for yourself for such a long period of time is very expensive. There's different degrees of retiring. That is a very expensive one. And there's not a lot of ways to skimp when you're... 75, 80 years old, 90 years old, and you've got mental issues which cognitively don't function right. Um, Apple's higher today. The company's expecting to sell at least 75 million 5G iPhones this year. JP Morgan is up their price target to $150. Tesla's another story making waves today. They filed with the SEC to sell it to $5 billion in stock. Um, you can't blame them. The stock's been rallying crazy this year. So might as well cash in the cash register. Zoom video is up 400% roughly since the start of the year. It's definitely up over 400% now with the amazing quarter that they had. We saw a little bit of China's manufacturing numbers for August, marking its highest reading since January of 2011. Again, take all data on a month-to-month basis as, as just a grain of salt. You're trying to patch it together. Now, some people in this industry would say, China's going to fudge their numbers. They want to look stronger than they are. I think there's some truth to that, but I'm not going to do a show on nationalist issues. <laughs> not today. Maybe tomorrow, but not today. Uh, but it looks like they're they're improving. And it's interesting. If you, um, I do a little bit of checking out the Chinese news in the middle of the night, and, and uh, they're making Wuhan into like Wuhan where the, the virus started. It, it seems like they're turning it into like this big theme park city now, as a way of showing the world, like, yes, we had Wuhan virus, but we are back and we are partying together. It's interesting how some countries want to be seen in different ways, right? Interesting to note that polls in the presidential um, election cycle coming up are starting to show Vice President Joe Biden's lead over Trump narrowing. The stock market is going to construe that as a positive indication since it regards President Trump as more market-friendly as a candidate. It's thought if Biden wins that higher taxes, more socially responsible spending. It's thought if Trump wins, maybe roll back more regulations, um, more capitalism, more trade deals. I don't know. Um, we don't get that political on this show. So the election is drawing closer. So the market's going to start paying more attention to those polls. 
So there'll be different ways to play. Maybe a Democrat, you'd say more health care. But again, we got a lot of issues in Congress today. So lots to think about going forward. But we'll talk about them as they happen on this show. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Also find me at newfocusfinancial.com. Don't be shy.